So during the past month, one of the Bible passages that has been um, in my mind, um, as, as you know me, you might know that I'm more of an Old Testament sort of guy and usually um, choose one of the passages from the Old Testament. Yeah, and last time I spoke to you about Proverbs 4, and now I've made, I've made a little bit of a progress, few books forward on and I'm in Jeremiah chapter 17 so I'm going to bring a message from Jeremiah chapter 17 and um, I, I read this passage about a month ago um, not for the first time but I, I got to it in my Bible reading and there are some passages that you read and you can't actually move too quickly from because there's something about that passage that you know instantly that God has a greater message or a deeper meaning for you from that very passage. And this was one of those. Uh, Hmm. And um, that's Jeremiah 17 verses 5 to 8. And I've um, made a title for my message. Blessed is the one who trusts the Lord. Yeah, so we'll just read the passage, the, the four verses once, and then I will come back to it and we will explore. Today is going to be a little bit more of a Bible study of these four verses and looking at it from um, a various element. And I've tried to complement it with a couple of photos as well to give it um, a different meaning. I saw So this is going to be from the NIV translation. This is what the Lord says, verse 5. Cursed is the man who trusts in man who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wasteland. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert, in a salt land where no one lives. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him, they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its root by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green 
It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. So that's Jeremiah 17 verses 5 to 8. I don't um, know whether we're going to have the reading in Armenian or? We couldn't yet find it. Hold on, John. Could you okay. please? Uh, yes, okay, I'll uh, translate from here. Okay. <laughs> Nang <laughs> Uh, Mm. Amen. Thank you. Um, so let's go back to verses five to six, which has more of a warning and a negative impact. And it starts with a very uh, important statement. This is what the Lord says, or as the um, the King James Version would say, thus says the Lord, which is a very kind of affirmative phrase in the Bible. And we know that whenever Bible uses a phrase like this, does the Lord, or this is what the Bible uh, or what the Lord says, it's going to be quite an important statement, right? Because whatever the Lord says happens. The Lord said, let there be light, and there was light. The Lord said, be healed, and they were healed. The Lord said, um, stand up, and they stood up. So whatever the Lord says, the same thing happens. Because in the New Testament, we have passages where the Apostle Paul uh, actually very honestly confessed, not the Lord, but I tell you, 
to do such and such and such. Or there are other places which the Apostle Paul says, not me, but the Lord says. So this is one of those the Lord says passages that we need to pay close attention to. Yeah. And what does the Lord says? Curse is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. It's actually, in case you didn't know, it's not a sin to trust people, but it is a sin to trust in people, if you get the difference. Uh, and why is that? Because to invest our deepest faith in another person and to um, derive from the dearest hope for that person, to give them basically the place in our hearts and in our minds that rightfully belongs to God, that, according to what the Bible says, is a sin. The Lord should always have that special place in our heart and mind, and to give that to anyone else or anything else is actually called idolatry in the in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And we live in such a world that uh, sometimes knowingly or sometimes unknowingly we put our trust to men. We might be tempted to invest our ultimate trust to a particular ideology or a philosophy or to uh, science and medicine, especially during such a time as the coronavirus that we live in. We put our trust in a vaccine program or anything else that um, kind of comes and replace the trust we need to actually place in God. Yeah. 
I'm going uh, to verse six. Uh, we want to focus uh, a little bit on the analogy that that's been given here, and you can also see the the picture on the left. That person will be like a bush in the wasteland. They will not, um, yeah, they, they will be like a Western, they will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert, in a salt land where no one lives. Yeah, and uh, the analogy or the metaphor that's been used here, uh, like a desert shrub uh, or a desert wasteland, is a metaphor for a person living under harsh circumstances, under difficult circumstances. Yeah. And a desert, as you know, is a very uh, dry, hot and uh, arid, so there's no water, it's usually a very dry and hot place. And therefore, a bush that is in the middle of a desert has a very little chance for growing or for maintaining its life, right? Yeah. And I'm just going to stop uh, sharing my screen because I want to give you another analogy um, that I've got here for you in my science lab. <laughs> so in here, I've got yeah, a, a dry sponge with me. I wish I could find one of those uh, squishy sponges, but this is a, a sponge wipe. It will do for now. And I've also got a bowl of water next to it. A dry sponge, when it's dry, um, it's not going to... Uh, yeah, it's not going to absorb... Um, anything that's dry. So for example, my glass case, if you put on it, nothing happens because they're both dry, right? I've got a paper here. If it's a dry paper and a dry sponge, Regardless of how much I try to absorb the kind of paper with the dry sponge, nothing's going to happen. 
կամ օրինակ թողտը, որ ինձ արգում է, որ նույնպես չոր է, ինչքան էլ, որ իրար մակերեսի վրա շպվեն, ոչ ինչ չի նեցըցի իմեջ։ But what do you think it's going to happen as soon as I put this dry sponge in the water? Բայց կարծում եք ինչ կպատահի հենց, որ ես այս սպունգը դնեմ ջրի մեջ։ Any scientific people amongst us? And what's going to happen if I try to dry this sponge completely with my hand? I've tried to dry it as far as possible. But I've still ended up with a sponge that's wet. Although I've tried to dry it. And if I try to put this on the paper, it's going to make my paper wet because it's a wet sponge. So the point I'm trying to make is a sponge absorbs what's wet, what's going to give it the element or the characteristic that's going to pass on to other objects. And if we imagine ourselves as a sponge, are we going to be a dry sponge or a wet sponge? Now, if I leave this sponge in my office until tomorrow morning, by the time I come back to it, it's not going to be a wet sponge anymore. It's going to dry out. But if I keep it in the bowl of water that I had and I come back to it tomorrow morning, it's still going to be wet. And I think that's one of the main points this passage in Jeremiah is trying to make that unless we're connected to the living water, which we know that's Jesus Christ, we're going to end up like a dry bush in the middle of a desert. Yeah, 
քանի դեռ մենք կապված չենք կենթանի ջրի հետ, որը որ շատ լավ գիտենք Հիսուս Քրիստոսն է, ի վերջո մենք կճորանանք անապատի փուշի նման։ And I think that will lead us beautifully to verses 7 to 8. It says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. So, so you see the, the difference in the first part, the man who trusts in the man is actually cursed by God. I know curse for today's language is a little bit of a strong word, but um, we need to actually get the, get the message from the Bible. But the man who trusts God is actually blessed. Yeah. And verse 8, they will be planted like a tree. Uh, they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its root by the stream. And I, I love the Persian translation here. If you don't mind me, I'm going to read the Persian translation as well. It says, It grows its root towards the water. So it's not just happy being next to the water, but it's actually making a conscious effort and growing its roots to the living water, to the river that is next to. Yeah. And it says it does not fear when heat comes, its leaves are always green. And it's interesting because the word for um, fear that is used here in, uh, in Hebrew is Yira, Yira, the word that's 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 used for fear. Fear And the word that is used in verse 6, that it says, they will not see prosperities, is yire. So one is yira, one is yire. So one is talking about not being fearful, not 
not being threatened, not seeing the threat, which is Yura. And then the, the other one is actually not seeing prosperity, not seeing what, what could be coming for, for them. And the analogy between the two verses, verse six and eight, is actually a, a beautiful one. And um, in the last section, it has it has no worries in a year of drought, even if there's no food, there's a drought. The tree is not worried because it's right next to water, the main source of food, and never fails to bear fruit. It's always fruitful because it has the sun and it has the water that is needed to bear fruit. Coming back to my analogy of wet sponge, what use would this dry sponge have for me if it's not wet, if it's not moist, to help me clean areas, to help me actually absorb the water it has to other elements such as cleaning the table, cleaning the surface. If it's a dry sponge, it's pretty much useless to me, right? I mean, what, what am I going to do with it? Use it as a decoration? So this sponge is fruitful to me when it's wet, when I can actually make some use of it. And yeah. as Christians, if you're dry, dry as toast, as English people say, we're no use, we're not fruitful to the society we're in. And after some time, that little water that has kept us going is going to dry out and we're not going to be blessed by God. Uh, and to wrap up my message, and just to give you a quick uh, reminder, I want to um, mention three, three characteristics of a man who trusts in man, which are, they turn away from the Lord, they will not prosper, and they will dry and die. As the Bible says.
But on the contrast, a man who trusts in the Lord, they will prosper and be blessed by the Lord. They will always look green, which is uh, both pleasing to the eye to look at, but also meaning they're fruitful. They, they bear fruit and they will grow their roots in the Lord or in this living water that we know is the Lord. And when I uh, read this, this passage from Jeremiah 17, my mind went two places. It went first to John chapter 4, when Jesus is talking to that Samaritan woman about the living water that says, if you drink from this water, you will never be thirsty again. And it also went to Psalm 46, when he is talking about a stream of water that makes glad the city of God. And I would like to actually finish from uh, Psalm 46, and I will read um, verses 4 to 7 for the conclusion of my message. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of the day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. Psalm 46, verses 4 to 7. Sorry, I couldn't find it again. Okay. Um, Gaget, Vori, Batagnera, Hosumeniev, Astokaraka, Urahendatsna. Ein <imitation> And the beautiful thing about this is 
there is one stream, sorry, there is one river, but various streams that lead to the same river and to the most high place. In Farsi, it says, Nahvist ki shobehayash maskane khodago fagafnak misazat. So the various streams lead to the same place. And the question for us is, are, are we connected to that river? Are we, are we one of these streams that lead to that river? God bless you all. That's, that's what I had to share with you. Merci, Obanjan. Merci, Obanjan.